Happy Monday, everybody. My name is Brandon Rosa, and welcome to episode 195 of the Xbox in 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. Every Monday, this podcast covers new game releases, the previous week's gaming news, and we all earn an Xbox-related fun fact together. This show is on YouTube and podcast services around the world, so please subscribe to your favorite and leave a review. Xboxin10.com, no numbers, is your quick source for links to all of our podcast destinations and social media profiles that you can follow at Xboxin10. To start, let's talk game releases. The big games out last week were Wanted Dead and Like a Dragon Ishin. The games came out this week include Arca R, Atomic Heart, Seven Doors, Remoteness, Chef Life, a Restaurant Simulator, Grim Guardians, Demon Purge, Catan, Console Edition, and Blood Bowl 3. Now into last week's biggest news stories, and we have four to cover this week. Number one, Diablo 4 open beta dates announced. Adam Fletcher at Xbox Wire writes, The Diablo 4 open beta and early access weekends have officially been announced. Prepare yourself for the first venture into Sanctuary, with an opportunity to dive in early. The open beta will be available to everyone from March 24th to 26th, but those who pre-order Diablo 4 on the Xbox Store will get early access to the open beta from March 17th to the 19th. Sanctuary will be teaming with demons eagerly awaiting your arrival. Throughout both the open beta and early access weekends, you can experience the first moments of Diablo 4, playing through the prologue and entirety of Act 1. To get you fully immersed in all the gruesome and glorious elements of Sanctuary, the entire first zone, Fractured Peaks, will be yours to explore. From traversing the rugged landscape to slaying demons with furious might, this will be your chance to adventure through the mortal realm and behold what horrors await. Let no evil thwart you on this journey. Clear hellish hordes from dungeons, complete intriguing quests provided by the locals, and gather powerful loot from fallen enemies on your path to reach level 25. But make no mistake, you can continue to discover the threats lurking around every turn once this level cap is reached. This is your opportunity to combat the might of the Burning Hells before the game releases on June 6th on Xbox Series X and S and Xbox One. This is very exciting indeed. This is going to be a massive game, not only for Xbox, but obviously the community and world at large. Diablo is a game I just have never played, so I'm really excited to get my hands on this one, especially with an open beta. Let me see how I like it. My friends are definitely going to be checking it out. The time is soon, just a month away. Number two, Hogwarts Legacy developer confirms there are no current plans for DLC. Ryan Dinsdale at IGN writes, Hogwarts Legacy developer Avalanche Software has revealed to IGN that the studio has no current plans to release additional content for the Wizarding World RPG. Speaking during IGN FanFest, Hogwarts Legacy game director Alan Tu explained that the team was so busy preparing the game for its launch last week that it hasn't yet planned on releasing any expansions. Well, we've been really heads down bringing Hogwarts Legacy to life, said Tu, so at the moment there are no current plans for DLC, end quote. That's not to say Avalanche Software won't be supporting the game post-launch, of course, it has already released a patch for the game that includes several performance improvements and other updates. Hogwarts Legacy has already received somewhat of an additional mission thanks to the PlayStation-exclusive quest that takes place in Hogsmeade. Fans will just have to wait to see if Avalanche Software announces any proper extras, but given two comments, it doesn't look likely. That being said, Hogwarts Legacy did get off to an exceptional start, netting nearly half a million players on Steam even before it officially launched says that the success might motivate its developer and publisher to expand on the Wizarding World. This is disappointing to see, but I sure do hope that they are working on a second one. I'll speak to it more at the end of the show, but I am playing Hogwarts Legacy, and it is awesome. Please bring on number two. Number three, Firaxis has confirmed that a new Sid Meier Civilization game is in development. Tom Ivan at VGC writes, Ed Beach, franchise lead designer for Civilization VI, will continue in his role as creative director on the new game. The next entry in a turn-based strategy series was confirmed alongside the announcement of a major shakeup at the 2K game studio, which will see XCOM director Jake Solomon and studio head Steve Martin leave the company. Martin is set to be replaced by Firaxis Chief Operating Officer Heather Hazen. 
who I'm thrilled to have this opportunity to carry on the studio's storied legacy, beginning with the announcement that Firaxis is in development on the next iteration of the Legendary Civilization franchise, and quote, said Hazen. Quote, I'm lucky to be working with some of the best developers in our industry, and we have plans to take the Civilization franchise to exciting new heights for our millions of players around the world, end quote. The Civilization franchise has sold more than 65 million copies since it launched in 1991, according to 2K. Civilization VI was released in 2016 and is the best-selling series entry to date. Fraxis also said it plans to continue supporting the recently released Marvel's Midnight Suns with post-launch content and will explore new creative projects for the teams too. For a series that sold 65 million copies, I think that would count as one of the biggest news stories of this week. It's no secret that they'd be working on another new entry in the franchise, it's just curious as to when we will see it. Seemingly soon as the last game released in 2016, but at least they have formally announced Step 1 is complete. And number 4, Dead Island 2 release date moved forward by one week. George Yang at IGN writes, Developer Dan Buster Studios and publisher Deep Silver have announced that Dead Island 2's release date has been moved up by one week, from April 28th to April 21st. Quote, you asked for it, you got it. Dead Island 2 went gold and it's coming out a week early. See you in Hell A on April 21st, 2023, end quote, revealed the Dead Island official Twitter account. Dead Island 2 was originally scheduled to release on February 3rd, but was later delayed to April 28th. Now players will get their hands on the game a little earlier than expected. Dead Island 2's development cycle has been turbulent. The game was originally revealed all the way back at E3 2014, with previous developer Jaeger at the helm. The game's developer later shifted to Sumo Digital before shifting again to Dan Buster in 2019. Its current form was finally shown after years of waiting at Gamescom 2022, where it was re-revealed alongside with its original February 2023 release date. I was really excited for Dead Island 1. I'm pretty sure I beat it, but man was that game janky and just not very good. However, it had one of the top video game trailers of all time. If you've never seen it, it rivals Mad World and Gears of War 1's commercial. Go check out that trailer. As for 2, let's just see if this game is competent at all, and if it is and gets good scores, what a modern marvel. Having shifted developers three times, that's gotta be a first. As always, before we end the show, we all learn an Xbox-related fun fact together. This time is about Gears of War. Credit to Tom Phillips at Eurogamer. Long lost Gears of War 3 PS3 build was released. It's 2021 and Gears of War 3 has been released for PlayStation 3. Really? Sort of. Last year in 2020, a long lost prototype of the Xbox console exclusive running on PS3 came to light. Courtesy of self-proclaimed former hacker Pixelbots, 8 hours of footage was released showcasing the build being played with a couple of bugs. The footage is still available to see, even though Epic has attempted to take it down. And now to celebrate 10 years since the build was created, Pixelbust has released it onto the internet via archive.org. You can go download it for yourself, though you need a PS3 dev kit to run it on. Epic Games previously confirmed the internal build was real, though never destined for public release. Instead, it was a, quote, byproduct of Epic's internal Unreal Engine 3 testing process, which utilized both Gears and Unreal Tournament, end quote. And, quote, never part of any actual product work for PlayStation 3, end quote. This is just a cool little tidbit of history in a franchise, and obviously a now exclusive series, to Xbox, running on the rival's console. You just simply would never see something like The Last of Us, Infamous, Killzone, Resistance, Horizon Zero Dawn, running on an Xbox console, even in a build. So this is just a cool little neat bit of history. Thank you all for listening to the Xbox in 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. If you like the show, please subscribe to your favorite podcast service, share with your friends, leave a review, and follow on all social media at Xbox in 10. This past week, as I've mentioned earlier in the show, I've played so much Hogwarts Legacy. I'm absolutely loving the game, and I think that's coupled by the fact that me and my fiance have been continuing to rewatch the series, having just completed the last one before recording this podcast. 
I love the series. I've never read the books. I think those are going to be next. But Hogwarts Legacy is just a dream for any Harry Potter fan. As far as RPGs goes, I still think it's fairly competent. Do I think you'd like the game if you haven't liked the series? I'm not quite sure. However, Avalanche Studios needs to be praised. Having come from something like Disney Infinity to this is really an achievement and they should be celebrated. My name is Brandon Rosie. You can follow me on Xbox at Brosa93. Hope you all have a great week. Stay safe and keep on gaming.